welcome to the Vespasian Warner Public Library District podcast. The staff of the Vespasian Warner Library are often asked by patrons to recommend books, movies, TV shows, music, and video games. But there are some things that the staff are dying to recommend, items that they feel simply must be experienced. The most frequently recommended item by library staff is obviously books, and their must-read list is quite eclectic. This episode features a few book recommendations from the staff of the Vespasian Warner Library that are absolute musts. If you're in the mood for some fiction, one of these suggestions might be what you're looking for. The Life We Bury by Alan Eskins. This mystery thriller focuses on Joe Talbert, a college student attempting to complete a writing assignment in which he must interview a stranger and write a biography. He chooses dying Vietnam veteran Carl Iverson, medically paroled to a nursing home to live out his final days after serving a sentence for rape and murder. As Joe tries to reconcile the crime with the hero, he must also deal with some turbulent aspects in his own life. Will he and his friend Lila uncover the truth about Carl's conviction before it's too late? Hounded by Kevin Hearn In this first book of the Iron Druid Chronicles, Atticus of Sullivan, last of the druids, is living in Arizona, running an occult bookshop, and shape-shifting to hunt with his Irish wolfhound. Centuries old, he draws power from the earth and possesses a sword known as Fragorak, the Answerer. As it happens, an angry Celtic god has been pestering Atticus for centuries about that sword. He wants it badly, and he's once again tracked Atticus down. To best the god, Atticus will need a lot of help, including a goddess of death, a legal team of vampires and werewolves, a bartender possessed by a Hindu witch, and a lot of Irish luck. Finna by Nino Cipri You ever get lost in one of those big box stores? Well, one granny did, slipping through a portal to another dimension. It happens sometimes thanks to a confusing store layout. And now it's up to two minimum wage employees, Ava and Jules, to find her. And as if multiple dimensions filled with carnivorous plants, pirates, and look-alike salespeople aren't enough, Ava and Jules just recently broke up. Will they find the missing granny and maybe rebuild their friendship along the way? Black Wings by Christina Henry. Agent of Death Madeline Black escorts the souls of the departed to the afterlife. A 24-7 gig, it might come with powers and wings, but it doesn't pay the bills. And an infuriating boss, tenant woes, and a cranky gargoyle only add to her frustrations. Then tall, dark, and handsome Gabriel moves into her building, a pleasant change until demons show up on the front lawn. And when a monster is unleashed, Maddie discovers powers she never knew she had, and a legacy that puts her right between heaven and hell. This book kicks off the Black Wings series. Naked in Death by J.D. Robb In the first book of the In Death series written under the pseudonym for best-selling author Nora Roberts, it's the year 2058, and Police Lieutenant Eve Dallas is investigating the murder of a senator's daughter who had a secret life in prostitution. Thrust into the elite circles of Washington and politics, the case is further complicated by Eve's growing attraction to handsome billionaire Rourke, who happens to be the leading suspect. 
Ride the Wind by Lucia St. Clair Robson. Nine-year-old Cynthia Ann Parker was kidnapped by Comanches in 1836. She grew up with them, learning their way of life and marrying one of their leaders. With the exception of appearance, she was in every other way a Comanche woman, riding a horse named Wind and going by the name Nadua. This is the story of a way of life gone forever. Bone Music by Christopher Rice After serial killers murdered her mother, Charlotte Rose spent the first seven years of her life raised by them. When she was finally rescued, her father exploited her story for profit and fame until Charlotte was finally able to break away, hoping to leave her horrid past behind her. However, after being secretly dosed with an experimental drug, Charlotte develops a shocking new power, one that a corporation would love to possess. Charlotte, though, has other plans, intending to use this new power against the very evil that tormented her life to draw out a serial killer and make them face a victim-turned-avenger. This is the first book of the Burning Girl series. Salem's Lot by Stephen King In returning to Jerusalem's Lot, Ben Mears hopes to explore the history of the Marston House in an attempt to face down some personal demons and get inspiration for his new book. However, when two boys go into the woods and only one returns alive, Ben realizes that his hometown is under siege by something sinister, and only he and a small group of allies can hope to contain it. The Eye of the World by Robert Jordan Five villagers flee after their home is attacked by a race of half-men, half-beasts, setting off the events of the popular Wheel of Time series in this first epic novel. Ration by Cody Luff In a future of scarcity, the girls of the apartments are forced to balance their hunger with each other's lives. When Cynthia is falsely accused of ordering an A-ration, she's punished by the other girls and eventually driven from the apartments, along with Miss Glenick, a former manager who's abused her for years. The world outside is harsh, and Cynthia struggles to get back to the apartments to help the girls still there. Kill the Queen by Jennifer Estep Without any obvious magical abilities, Lady Everly is reduced to 17th in line for the throne, which her cousin Vasilia takes by force, killing her mother and attacking the rest of the royal family. Evie survives thanks to her secret immunity to magic, and she goes into hiding, joining the gladiator troupe, highly skilled warriors who use their talents to entertain the people. When Vasilia brings the kingdom to the brink of war, Evie realizes that she must become a gladiator, and kill the queen. This is the first book in the Crown of Shards series. Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. The epic journey of Frodo Baggins, Samwise Gamgee, the Fellowship, and the quest to destroy the One Ring in the fires of Mount Doom. Dead Witch Walking by Kim Harrison. In the first Hollows book, the creatures of the night gather in the hollows of Cincinnati to party, prowl, and feed. In a predator-eat-predator world, Rachel Morgan has the job of keeping things civilized. She's a bounty hunter, and she'll bring them back dead, alive, or undead. Upright Women Wanted by Sarah Gailey Stowing away in a librarian's book wagon, Esther attempts to escape her father and the marriage he has planned for her, a marriage to a man who was previously engaged to her best friend, who was just executed for possession of resistance propaganda. 
This American Southwest of the future has fascists, bandits, and queer librarians on horseback trying to do the right thing. In the mood for some nonfiction, the library staff has a wide range of suggestions that they consider must-reads. A Child Called It by Dave Pelzer. The book chronicles the severe childhood abuse of the author by his unstable alcoholic mother who played torturous, sadistic, unpredictable games with him that he almost didn't survive. Cut off from the outside world, sleeping on an old army cot, being fed spoiled scraps of food, Dave relied on his dreams of someone finally loving him to survive. 1215, The Year of Magna Carta by Danny Danziger. In a time of political revolution and change that saw the Crusades, Richard the Lionheart, and King John, the Magna Carta became the document that is the root of modern freedom. The narrative covers the daily life from castle to countryside, from church to school, and from hunting in the forest to trial by ordeal, illuminating what may be the most important year in history. The Hidden Life of Trees by Peter Wollobin. Are trees social beings? According to this book, the answer is yes. Drawing on groundbreaking scientific research, Wollobin illustrates the social networks of trees. They have families, they communicate, share nutrients, and even warn of danger. This book delves into the life, death, and regeneration of the woodland. Andy and Dawn, The Making of a Friendship and Classic American TV Show by Daniel Devise. Andy Griffith and Don Knotts met on Broadway in the 1950s, and when Andy went to Hollywood to film a TV pilot about a small-town sheriff, Don asked if he needed a deputy. The book goes in-depth on a friendship that lasted decades and behind the scenes on an iconic television show. Tempers, rivalries, affairs, crippling neurosis, unrequited love, temptations of fame, and friendships lost and regained, it's not the ideal Mayberry we grew up with, but the love is still real. As You Wish, Inconceivable Tales for the Making of the Princess Bride by Carrie Always with Joe Layden. While participating with the rest of the cast for the 25th anniversary of The Princess Bride, Carrie Always was inspired to share his stories about the making of the film. It's a behind-the-scenes look at a cult classic and family favorite. This is Just My Face, Try Not to Stare, by Gabourey Sidibe. In this memoir, the Oscar-nominated actress dishes on her life, her bed-stewy Harlem upbringing, her polygamous father, her talented mother who supported Gabby and her brother by singing in the subway, her first job as a sex talker, and her unconventional rise to fame. Friendship, depression, celebrity, haters, fashion, race, and weight, the actress smartly covers it all with her wit, honesty, and self-awareness. Candy Freak, A Journey Through the Chocolate Underbelly of America by Steve Almond. Claiming to have anywhere between three and seven pounds of candy in his house at all times, Steve Almond worships confectionery culture. In this book, he documents his trips to the candy factories all over the country as he seeks to discover why some of his favorites disappeared. The book reveals the true nature of the business, candy's role in our lives, and Almond's own near-obsessive cravings. Though this book is not currently available in our physical collection, it is available as an ebook on Overdrive. Eight Flavors by Sarah Lohman. 
Though the United States has a culturally diverse population making up its culinary landscape, Sarah Lohman discovered that American food is united by eight flavors, black pepper, vanilla, curry powder, chili powder, soy sauce, garlic, MSG, and sriracha. The historical gastronomist explores how these ingredients made it to the country's table and introduces us to explorers, merchants, botanists, writers, farmers, and chefs whose choices have come to define the American palate. Cook Real Hawaii by Sheldon Simeon. Two-time Top Chef finalist Sheldon Simeon created a cookbook featuring the local Hawaii food that feeds his ohana, highlighting the many cultures that have created the local cuisine, native Hawaiian traditions, Japanese influences, Chinese cooking techniques, and Filipino, Korean, and Portuguese flavors. These tasty recipes come with history and personal stories that are just as delicious. The Greatest Beer Run Ever by John Chick Donahue and J.T. Malloy. At a New York City bar one night in 1967, John Chick Donahue was drinking with friends gathered together to remember loved ones lost in Vietnam. One of the attendees got the inspired or maybe insane idea that someone should sneak into Vietnam and give their friends over there some messages of support shared over a beer. Chick volunteered. A day later, armed with a backpack full of alcohol and a lot of Irish luck, Chick was on a freighter bound for Vietnam. What ensued was an epic odyssey, hilarious and harrowing, all to lift the spirits of his friends and show them some appreciation. Let's Pretend This Never Happened by Jenny Lawson. It's the moments that we'd rather pretend never happened that make us who we are, and in this funny and poignant memoir, Jenny Lawson looks at some of the terribly human moments of her life that helped shape her into the person she's become. Thanks to an unbalanced father and a morbidly eccentric upbringing, she's maybe had more of those moments than most. Stiff, The Curious Life of Human Cadavers by Mary Roach for 2,000 years, science has been using cadavers for bold strides and weird undertakings. It turns out that corpses, some willingly and some not, can do good deeds too. In this compelling and funny look at death, find out what happens to our bodies when we're no longer with them. Toilets of the World by Morna E. Gregory and Sean James We've all gotta go sometime. To the bathroom, of course. This funny and informative book features photographs of toilets all over the world. From the simple, to the fancy, to the questionable, to the practical, to the what were they thinking, this book takes you on a tour that you won't soon forget. The great thing about young adult books is that they can be enjoyed by adults as well. Here are a few that the staff recommend. Eon Dragon Age Reborn by Allison Goodman. 12-year-old Eon has been studying dragon magic, which is based on oriental astrology and involves two different skills, sword work and magical aptitude. He and his master hope that he'll be selected as a dragon eye, an apprentice to one of the 12 energy dragons of good fortune. Eon has a secret, though. He's actually Iona, a 16-year-old girl, and females are forbidden to use dragon magic. To be caught is to be put to death. 
When her secret is threatened to be revealed, she and her allies find themselves in danger and in a struggle for the imperial throne. Novice by Taryn Mathery Working as a blacksmith apprentice, Fletcher discovers that he has the power to summon demons. After being chased from the village for a crime he didn't commit, Fletcher travels with his demon Ignatius to an academy that will school him on summoning. Enduring grueling lessons, Fletcher prepares to fight as a battle mage in the Empire's war against the orcs. Loyalties are questioned, and with only Ignatius by his side, Fletcher must decide who to trust so he can save the Empire. This is the first book in the Summoner series. Ready Player One by Ernest Cline In the year 2044, Wade Watts spends most of his time playing Oasis, a virtual utopia in which creator James Halliday has hidden a series of puzzles based on late 20th century pop culture that will unlock a huge fortune and a whole lot of power for anyone who solves them. For years, millions have tried. And then Wade stumbles upon the first puzzle. Now the race is on and there are some people willing to kill to win. This young adult novel is packed with pop culture nostalgia. Echo by Pam Ryan Lost in the Black Forest, Otto encounters three mysterious sisters and ends up involved with a prophecy, a promise, and a harmonica. Decades later, Friedrich in Germany, Mike in Pennsylvania, and Ivy in California find themselves tied up in the same thread of destiny during a bleak time in the 20th century, trying to keep their families together, all linked by the music of the same harmonica. If you like graphic novels, then you might like Preacher by Garth Ennis. Small-town Texas preacher Jesse Custer becomes possessed by Genesis, the result of an unholy coupling of an angel and a demon, which flattens his congregation. Now in possession of the word of God, he can make anyone do anything he says. Driven by a sense of right and wrong, Jesse, accompanied by his girlfriend Tulip and Irish vampire Cassidy, travels across America in search of God to hold him accountable for the people he has forsaken. find a book from this list of musts that becomes one of your musts too. And if you're looking for a movie, TV show, music, or a video game, be sure to listen to part two of the must list. Thank you for joining us. For more information about the Vespasian Warner Public Library District, please go to vwarner.org.